Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, let's get to it. Okay, welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the Hollywood edition. The show where we take unsolved mysteries and cocktails, and we drink them, and the <laughs> cocktails, and then we try to solve the mysteries. That's the show. Hello, I'm Masood. With yeah. me, as always, is the basic Seuss Kepner. Hi, Masood. Good to be here again. Good to be here. And we're also looking at a fantastic Chris Stokes. Hello. Hello. Um, hey everybody, how are you this week? Yeah, I had a good week actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been alright, isn't it? Yeah, like... It's been a nice week. I went I downstairs. Mean... <laughs> Ventured. Yeah. Ventured downstairs. Uh, oh, how embarrassing. I'm wearing the same clothes as last oh, week. Oh no. Embarrassing. It's crazy. But you, you so might have washed them in the week between, so I wouldn't have known. Of course It was very I funny did. when I joined uh, when I joined the Zoom call. Uh, Suze was just out of shot, just leaving, because yeah. uh, she'd realised she hadn't got enough clothes on. Well, I was just wearing this like lycra piece of shit because it's so <laughs> hot, and then suddenly I was like, I can't just do my podcast in my bra. Um, but like, part of me w- did go, he could though. It's only Christmas suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's only those. I don't think no, you guys would probably wouldn't have noticed, but yeah. I did think like. No, because come on, don't be decency. Put on a put on a vest. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) something for the perverts out there. And their names are Chris and (laughs) Masood. Mystery on the rocks. Oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks yeah mystery on the rocks yeah what are we drinking today guys <laughs> oh so today i'm drinking a man of war oh a jellyfish this is uh this is another whiskey cocktail because obviously i got a lot of whiskey so mm. Uh, left to me on devices, I'll probably make a whiskey cocktail. <laughs> so this is whiskey, Cointreau, sweet vermouth, and lemon juice. Oh, very nice! And that's that's oh. it. That's it, really. And it's proper nice. Yeah, very nice. Uh, proper nice. Oh, that it sounds, sounds good. And um, what are you drinking there, Suze? I have got here. Uh, a, a no caffeine can of Diet Coke. <laughs> yes, yeah, brown, that's brown right. fizzy water. Because I can't have a cocktail because tomorrow. I don't know if you guys heard, but I have got the lead in a Netflix thing. Oh wow! No, I don't know if I told you this. Okay, I got the lead in a Netflix thing. It's very exciting. Um, yeah, that is I'm, exciting. I'm a voice in an animated thing. You are looking Holy at shit. someone who is going to be playing in number blocks the three times table. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I fucking love wow. number blocks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I used to watch that this morning. Number blocks is great. Well, 
be prepared. That's great. So when does that episode yeah. come out? As I will fucking watch the show. I have no yeah. idea. Literally, Brilliant. I've just got two hours of studio time booked in. So That's for amazing. me, for me, it's like oh, a session job, great. But then yeah. I keep I keep telling people because I think it's hilarious. Go, I'm the lead in the Netflix thing, and then watch them gradually go. Oh, I see. Uh, I told Juliette Byrne, and she went. But the three times table is my favourite. <laughs> but um, I, I've told a couple of parents who have gone like, oh my God, number blocks is like cult viewing in this house. So yeah. I went, oh, I see. I didn't realise it was such a big thing. I oh, thought it's it was big. just like, I thought, oh yeah, I'm the three times table. This is huge. That's really funny. Well done, Suze. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Don't just go in your bra, though. No, yeah. Oh, come on. I'll put a vest on for you, pricks. I'm not doing it for some chumps in a studio. <laughs> if you said something like, go Jetters or hey Dougie, and this is to the parents who listen to the Ooh. show, I'd be like, holy fuck. <laughs> really? Are they big deals? Oh, um, go Jetters is pretty good, but, but hey Dougie is like proper, really, really good kid show stuff. But number blocks is educational. Oh, I would really, really, really love it if going forward, every time you do Edinburgh, if you put number blocks on your poster. Yes. <laughs> Star of Netflix. She's been on Netflix. I'm like, yes, I have. Yeah. And the N is also for number blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. It sounds like it, apparently it's been bloody won a BAFTA. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Won a kids BAFTA anyway. The three times table. Here it comes. Three threes are nine. Do, 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 do. I've had to learn the song. Wow. Oh, amazing! <laughs> it's really. It's yeah. It's a really good show. I've I watched mm. one today, and it's uh, yes, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I feel like I was going to say to you, Masood. Oh, hey, what did Lucy think of it? And you were going to go, Lucy. <laughs> no, I was. Wa- I don't think you. I was watching it, Chris. I'm binging it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my new box set. Yeah, I finished Umbrella Academy. I'm. We're we're getting through number blocks. Um, I myself am having a oh yeah, um, champagne cocktail. Um, Ooh. which is a uh, sort of in, in I guess a uh, sort of reference to the cocktail that we did on the stream. Um, this is just not champagne. It's fucking sparkling wine because I'm not rich. Um, it's sparkling wine, um, sugar cube with some orange bitters. Ooh, um, and that sounds very up. nice. That's quite nice. It's, it's, it's definitely one of those ones that you'd see, like, uh, I think Rick from Casablanca drank them all the time in the uh, okay. Um, What's it called? It's just called a champagne cocktail. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a very kind of, like, really easy. If you have, like, a lot of people over and you want to have, like, a fancy-looking drink that's kind of a cocktail, it's a really good, like, party drink. And people are like, and you're like, oh, it's nothing. Hmm. And when he ordered it in the film, he goes, "Um, pour it, Sam. (laughs) Have you seen (laughs) Casablanca? (laughs) Pour it, Sam. And Sam goes, all right, mate. And then glug, 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 glug. And then he goes, cheers, mate. And then Sam's like, your master remembers this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's looking at Sam. The camera sort of slowly mm. zooms in on, on his eyes. And he's looking yeah. at Rick as he's saying it. And there's like a little tear forming. There, oh, just in the, yeah. Just in the well, just the well of his eye there. That beautiful Hollywood thing where he blinks and it just drops. It drops out and mm. like hits the, hits the top of the cheekbone and then goes down. And you're like, oh, that's a real tear. That's that fucking they, Hollywood tear. That's they do want. tears by CGI now sometimes. Oh, really? Oh, to get that perfect... Yeah. The budget fucking... on that, that's a waste of money. That is a waste of money. Just Probably easier than you think. Probably just do it in After Effects. They got a tear oh, stick. Tear stick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining those cartoon Instagram filters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, those anime ones that are just like... <laughs> just those and their mouths waterfall. go like... Yeah. I hate it. I, I think anime is really horrible. Oh, <laughs> all funny. of it, every single one. <laughs> They're all awful. All of them. People all who watch them are, are the worst. <laughs> it's like people who listen to ASMR. Get mm. out. <laughs> yeah, get out. 
Hang on, um, okay, get out. Is that that them walking? Walking <laughs> to the front door. ASMR. Chris, what do we have this fine day? Well, Monsieur. Ooh, ooh, so gross! Disgusting. Make it stop. Do you reckon it's the sort of thing you'd be doing pretend ASMR, but with a really thick West Midlands accent? <laughs> Welcome to me Twitch. <laughs> My name's Chris. Oh, you'll get people. You'll get people. Um, oh yeah. So today, uh, last week we had Marilyn Monroe, which was yeah. a slight sidestep, something unusual that we would, wouldn't normally do. This is another one of those, mm. and it's just because we're doing the Hollywood series chronologically. They, these have ended up falling together. Yes. So last week we were in 1962. This week we're in 1966. Mm-hmm. Ah. The mystery today is, is Walt Disney frozen? <laughs> the answer is yes. Is that, we've solved it. Hooray. <laughs> I think. I've seen Let It Go, which it's, is clearly in the film Frozen, yes. a film about Walt Disney's death. It's 100% a big conspiracy. I mentioned there's probably a YouTube conspiracy theorist who has linked. There'll be like upside down pictures in the background of fucking shots. Yes. They'll turn around and be like, this is actually yeah. the date in which he was said to have died. <laughs> and if you reverse it, oh, fucking all that nonsense. Uh, add it all together. And what does it spell? 911. <laughs> It all comes back to it being... Yeah, oh, my God. Eleven. Do you so, know where he's apparently... He's apparently frozen, where his body is apparently isn't frozen. Isn't it a vault on, on Disneyland's premises? Yeah, That's I thought it was, like, under the s- surface of Disneyland. Yeah, like... It's, like under, weird... it's under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at ah! Disneyland California. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's strange how I don't imagine that to be, like, traditionally a very cold place in the park. I mean, considering the park is also in Florida, which is which was a fucking swamp. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but I mean, like, I, it, it, it's liquid nitrogen that... It, of course. They used to freeze, isn't it? Well, technically, uh, well, they could freeze him anywhere then. Technically, it's uh, it's called I think it's called vitrification, not uh, freezing. Freezing because uh, oh, okay. what happens when you freeze things is that these cells uh, expand. Listener, is it just is it just me and Suze, or uh, have you detected Masood coming to life in this episode? <laughs> I mean, he's like, you guys can't see this, but he's like jumping around in his seat, and he's like, yeah, he was frozen. Yeah, it's barely a mystery because he was fucking frozen. Um, so vitrification. I remember it. listening to a, a podcast about cryogenic freezing and vitrification is what it is so it, it lowers the body temperature to a point almost like freezing and slowing the process of cell growth mm. because uh, actual freezing would damage basically it would cause the blood your blood <clears throat> vessels to rupture in your veins and, and this is something else as well which is um why some people have tried because there are some murders murder cases where people have tried freezing a body yes and then dumping it later mm. to try and trick people into time thinking time yes. of death was much later mm. and it doesn't work like that because no. if you freeze something it's like a lasagna yeah. like <laughs> the outside the outside defrosts but the inside stays frozen it's <laughs> and because that body is dead when it defrosts it decomposes mm. so like yeah. the outside decomposes before the inside does because the inside is still frozen yeah. so it isn't as simple as just freezing a body so you have I... to thaw it out first then decompose it I want Defrost first, the fridge, then microwave. Put it microwave. out in the fridge. Put it in the fridge, like when you're like, "Oh, it's Christmas oh, day overnight. tomorrow." Get get the turkey out of the freezer at midday Christmas Eve, because then it's ready to go in the oven 24 hours later. And that is a mistake we've all made. And then you have like salmonella. And... I'm picturing a, a serial killer standing there counting the hours, like I would with a frozen chicken. Yeah, be like, "Okay, oh, right, so." 
Oh, I can't. Oh, my right. wife and kids will be back by then. Like not being able to work the microwave. Oh, come on. Yeah. Beep, beep. Oh, for fuck's sake. What's the Weight defrost. Yeah. Weight defrost. <laughs> I don't know how much it weighs. How much is... And they've only got one of those scales that operates with like several weights and not an actual like electric scale. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they're yeah. like, oh, for fuck's sake, how much does a body Jesus. weigh? Um, oh. Yeah, that's... Why did I kill this woman? Oh, also this is want... more trouble than it was worth. <laughs> I also want Chris yeah. to do a lot of police... Uh, like seminars where you explain that it is like defrosting a lasagna. <laughs> it's like a lasagna, guys. Okay, you guys, we've all had lasagna. It's uh, yeah, Chris explains. We've all done it. Pierce the film. <laughs> <laughs> Remove the cardboard sleeve. You pierce the film. You bung it in the microwave, don't you? But uh, yes, hundred percent, yes. <laughs> if you were to leave that lasagna out to just defrost naturally, what would happen is. <laughs> The outside would get... <laughs> the outside would defrost before the inside, and the inside, yeah. that'd stay like a frozen block. <laughs> <laughs> so your time of death... <laughs> yes. And you'd be able to tell that that lasagna hadn't defrosted all at once. <laughs> it's Same with the body, same with the body. Oh, yes. I With that, okay, we have to somehow make that happen. I 100% want to see that. <laughs> somehow. So we, yeah. so he's apparently underneath the parts of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland. Uh, well, I th- this is I am so stupid. I knew there was a Disneyland in, in Florida, and I knew there was a Euro Disney. Apparently, there's another one yeah, in California. California is the first one. Yeah, Anaheim. Uh, yes. Oh, um, yeah. The parts of the Caribbean. Because all right, I'm in love with you. I don't think Disney was cryogenically frozen. Oh, yeah. Chris, you naysayer. <laughs> uh, Building seven let, men. Let, let's, <laughs> let's say, let's say he was. The reason that people are saying he's under Pirates of the Caribbean is that was the last ride he was working on when he died. Right. Okay. In a way, I think actually I might have read somewhere that it was his, the last project he was working on when he died. Okay. The Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. Yeah. So he's under that apparently. That's where right. his body is. It seems strange that that would be his last wishes. He's like, I want to be buried under the last thing I was working on. Well, no, his last wish is to come back. Oh, if he's yeah, being frozen. Right. Yeah, yeah. His oh, last yeah, yeah. wish, he was like, freeze me forever, never bring me back. Never bring me back. <laughs> Why? Because I'm a horrible, horrible man. Mm. Please do not. No one I'm will a ever. Shitty guy. <laughs> no one will ever get me. Okay. Mm. That's... <laughs> I uh, I did some reading on Disney uh, uh, in in preparation for this episode, mm-hmm. and the rumors of anti-Semitism are actually. They're weird. Oh, it's quite confused, isn't it? It's a weird... Okay. Um, so yeah. he allied himself with anti-Semites without mm. ever saying anything anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. And when he realised that these people were anti-Semitic, he did sever ties with them. Okay. Yeah, yeah he wasn't like uh, some Nazi, which is what people... I think that's... The, uh, no, that, that, I, th- that, I think actually case. he was probably... He was probably very a- apolitical and was just all about the business. Yeah. yeah. And then realised what it could look like. He was a true capitalist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which doesn't make him a nice person. No, like, no. Um, Capitalism it, in its purest form, but surely that would work out great. <laughs> but basically, basically, because I, I, I thought, let's talk about the anti-Semitism if we're talking about Disney. And I couldn't mm. really pin anything down. There were some that say yeah. he was. And then there are others that were like, no, I knew him personally. He wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So it's, it's like, it is confused. I think um, like what you guys are saying feels very, very much close to the truth. It's like, he's a businessman and that's mm-hmm. what he did. And like, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't yep. make him a good person. No. So... He he was a lifelong smoker, apparently, mm. and would go through a packet of cigarettes a day. Ah, classic. Uh, <laughs> and he, got, he had lung cancer. He had lung cancer. And he died 34 days after undergoing surgery. Okay. So, oh, so yeah. like they cut him open and he's like, right, okay, but... Put me in the fucking. Put me under the Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't no. know how. I don't know how his voice sounded. He I was. No he was. Uh, he was 65 years old. So he wasn't that. Oh. He wasn't like mega old. Yeah. No. 
for a lifelong smoker in the in the 1960s though he uh, oh, probably yeah. did alright yeah fair point and also he's one of those people where like you look at photographs of uh, of people back then and you, they look about 20 years older oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah like He's essentially the same age as my mum is now. And I look at pictures of him versus mm. my mum and I'm like, yeah, she looks like Grandma Moses, but she's not going to die soon. <laughs> he was basically seven years older than Tom Cruise is now. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Say, yeah, like, He's the yeah. same age as Liam Neeson is now. Oh, that's crazy. And Liam Neeson's looking, Liam Neeson's looking good. He's still a good he looking is. guy. And so, so like in that series they made about the making of Whatever Happened to Baby Jane with Bette Davis and, uh, oh, fuck's sake. Crawford. Joan Crawford. My brain yeah. was going, Jane, Jane, Jane. Angelica Jane. Houston. Angelica <laughs> Houston. <laughs> I thought you were going to so say they that. Made that. they made that series feud about uh, those two. And it's Jessica Lange and Susan Sarandon. And in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, which is the film they're covering, mm-hmm. they were both in their early 50s in real life. Yeah. Um, and in the show, like... They're both in their late 60s yeah. and they've had to put ageing makeup on them to make them look as what? bad as... Because they, they both look... It's like Susan Sarandon looks fucking incredible. Uh, Jessica yeah. Lang has got that incredible bone structure. Like They both look great. They both yeah. look younger than people who were 20 years younger than they are now. It's weird how much we age more now. Uh, le- then. Less now, yeah. yeah less I think now. it's... Uh, uh, part of it's probably diet and not smoking a, a billion cigarettes a day is probably it. Cigarettes, yeah. 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 I was going to say like a uh, societal attitudes mm. as well. Mm. Like people dressed like grandpas back then. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I remember, and this is a really weird point of reference, but I'm going to say it. I remember when I was like about 12, so this is mid-90s, and I saw an old lady wearing jeans and I thought that was weird. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm it's not it. so weird. No, but no. I remember that turning. Po- that was probably the turning point where it was like, wait a minute, yeah, <laughs> lady's got jeans on. Yeah, and she probably wasn't old, but to like twelve-year-old me, she was probably yeah. in her sixties. Now, a sixty-year-old woman wearing jeans is not yeah. noteworthy. Yeah. but I feel like it was back then yeah. because they would have been like born in the thirties. <laughs> She's got jeans on. Yeah, it was weird. I know that sounds a weird thing to say, but I remember vividly thinking <laughs> that's a strange thing to see. Old people in jeans. So we've got we as far as we know he is he is frozen apparently so he died in, in he died on yes, the operating died in table in 1966 on the mm. operating table or or no 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 after? he died 34 days after the surgery okay right, right. from complications of lung cancer now apparently the story goes is that he was a uh, I wouldn't say futurologist but he was obsessed with the future mm. uh, and that's why he funded things like the Disney company uh, funded technical innovations and things like the Epcot which is the Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow Center. Oh. And that's, you can find that at Walt Disney World in Florida. Yeah. And it was conceived by him to celebrate human achievement, international culture, and technological innovation. Whoa. So he was obsessed with where things were going. And apparently, because of his illness um, and ill health, mm. he was uh, obsessed with mortality. Yeah. So you combine those two and you think, He's the sort of man that would have been fascinated by with cryogenics. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That kind of took hold. As well as I think some people that knew him and worked with him closely claimed that they heard him looking into it and said that he wanted to be frozen. He yeah. wanted to be suspended. Not necessarily as a way of cheating death, 
more in a way that I want to see the future. Yeah. Right. And I know that's kind of the same thing, but I think the motivations are different. So it's like, it's not that he was like, I don't want to die. Mm. It's that, oh, wouldn't it be amazing to see 100 years in the future or 200 years in the future? Also, like, this is uh, 1966. Like, he's just had this huge run of hits. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the last film that was completed before he died, The Sword in the Stone. Uh, No, the last film... uh, I think it wasn't. No, because the, la- the Sword in the Stone was... Not Sword in the Stone 60, after. S- 63. Because oh, okay. this is the other thing. If you look into it, the filmography is wide and varied. And it isn't just animation. Disney no, produced that- things like... I mean, like they did The Love Bug. They did... Mary Poppins. Um, yeah, they did... Oh, yeah. They have a run of some very strange... Yeah, they did Blackbeard's films. Ghost as well. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and stuff. So, like, they did, like, live-action films. And I think the last film completed was a live-action film. Okay. Yeah. But... Um, of the Disney animations, I think, yes, it was Sword in the Stone because that was 63 mm. and then Jungle Book was 67. Mm. But right. there were other films in between. Um, mm. And then lots of other projects that he was doing. But So he was like, there was the, the company couldn't have been much more successful at this point. And not only that, he was making like strides. Like, mm. do you remember like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? The mm. first feature like animated film yeah. was called Disney's Folly because they thought it was a stupid yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. And right. then, then he started mixing live action and animation. Yeah, mm. with like Song of the South, and I know that that's Song of the South, forties, isn't it? Nineteen forty-eight, is it? Forty-six, right? Yeah. Do you know that guy who plays <clears throat> Uncle Remus? He was basically a nobody. He died very quickly after Song of the South. Oh. he was forty-four and he had diabetes. It's because he, oh, he knew about uh, Disney's plan to freeze himself. Yeah, he was yeah. like, I can't deal with it. But he was essentially like picked out of you know a list of. Wow. random actors they just need they needed an older black actor to play Uncle Remus and like the film is a disaster it's, <laughs> it's not only like the problematic racial stuff and mm. like oh hey look at this happy slave I mean it's awful yeah. the yeah. film is also so fucking boring yeah but his his performance film. his performance is just gorgeous it's so charming and it's a shame he wasn't in a better movie to make. I know use it's of what true. It's true. I mean, they had a they had Hattie Hattie McDaniel Hattie McDaniel in it as well, and I didn't realise this, but she had a lot of backlash. Oh, when she was alive mm-hmm. because of the role she accepted. Yeah, it's always maids, and yeah, it's that's a culturally that's a very interesting thing because I think mm. there's this there's this weird thing that happens with. And this, whether it stays in the episode or not, is but but basically mm. it's like there's this thing culturally of like, when you get there, you mm. kind of are representing all of us, and you have to gotcha. show that. And that I can see why that would have happened, and it's sort of like it's strange though because then there's also this thing of like you owe us. So like it's why basketball players, for example, this is slightly related, but basketball players will go back to where they grew up and kind of like give out the shoes and that mm, stuff because mm-hmm. it's a kind of this thing of like. Well, you know, don't forget your roots type thing, right? Right. And on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, you know, sure. But on the other, it's interesting that it's like, we should also be able to go, hey, you fucking did it. Um, Mm, It's not. mm. I mean, certainly back then, she was the first African-American person to be recognized at the Oscars, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah, she won the Oscar in 39. Which and is then amazing. I think the next black person to win an Oscar was in the 80s. Was it I think it was, oh, no, it was Goldberg, Goldberg, actually. Oh, yeah. No, Sidney yeah. Poitier didn't win one until like... Uh, maybe I'm thinking of um, just black women. Oh, no, black women. So, no, I think Sidney yeah, Poitier... Anyway, possibly. he won one like ages after. But yes, yeah, no, black, it was Whoopi Goldberg, right. yeah. But it, but it was decades it, until somebody which is mad. knew. It is crazy. 
and she couldn't walk in the red carpet. She couldn't oh, walk the red what? carpet. And they were like, you're not... Yeah, and I think they wouldn't let her sit down the front. That's nuts. I mean, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's really... It's insane. And it was in Hollywood, which was supposedly like the tolerant part yeah, of America. Right? Mm. You know, Isn't crazy. it enough that you've been nominated? Yeah, yeah, surely. We've, we've yeah. invited you, haven't yeah. we? You're not serving the drinks, oh, right? It's like, it's mm. fucking nuts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. She's overdue like a really good biopic, isn't she, Hattie McDaniel? Yeah. Who would play her? Queen Queen Latifah. (laughs) It's that... I'm shouting Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah. <laughs> like Queen Latifah and I'd probably sound like the whitest woman alive. <laughs> oh my God, Queen Latifah. <laughs> Danielle Brooks. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, she's great. One of the reasons that the theory was seized upon and then took hold mm. was because there was a secrecy around his burial. Right. Uh, ah. And the reason for that is that he was a notoriously private man. So Yeah. He's very rich and he's very private, so he's going to have a private funeral. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, this idea of, like, Walt Disney's died, we should all be at his funeral. Mm. That is the kind of thing that persists today. So it's mm. like, oh, well, the, like, the press will report indignantly. We weren't allowed in here. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't want you. It's like, well, respect the people's wishes, you know? Yeah, the man did died. He, yeah, so... Uh, I was going to say, did he, did he sort of have this... Um, because it sounds like from what you're saying like he's you know he's a very, just very rich kind of very forward-thinking businessman he didn't kind of gain this weird howard hughes-esque maniacal kind of uh, no god no he wasn't like no. um he was he was he was a shy retiring man in private mm. but the showman mm. like quite publicly he was obviously a very good salesman yeah. and not, i mean like if you think about it i think because of the time we were born and grew up mm. it's really weird to think of him being alive because yeah. like the disney mm. name is like huge mm-hmm. but the guy wasn't alive when the lion king came out or aladdin came out or beauty and the beast or the little mermaid yeah mm-hmm so like we knew his name, but like never knew oh, about was. the bloke. Yeah. So you have to sort of like put right. yourself in the mindset of at the time, even though the Disney name was around, the man was as well, and he would be as prevalent as the name in the studios. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's so weird, isn't it? Because there's not a. I suppose it's the sort of similar thing with Stanley and Marvel. Yeah. Right. Yes. It would have been like that, yeah. but bigger, yeah. like huge, like even more huge. There was, there was, it was weird about Stanley. There was a period of time where he was sort of a bit of a weird joke. Like he yeah. kind of became like, yeah, oh, like really? the, he, there was a TV show, a reality TV show he did where he was like, we're going to find the next superhero. And you're like, yeah, okay, dude, you're like fucking 70 and right. losing it. But then, right. obviously, when he sold the rights to the movies, that was the fucking smartest thing he ever did. And they also thought it was the worst thing to do at the time. Yeah, they're like, no one's they like, watch I can't believe movie. they're just handing over all of these, all of these properties. Yeah. but it st- saved them from bankruptcy. Mm. 
And then in the long term, yeah. it's worked out better for them because they've got they've got most of them back. Yeah, but brilliant. Like, mm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So he was he was a very kind of yeah. This he he had these two sides for him. He had the sort of private guy, but then he had the showman yeah. kind of like like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It's really easy to not realise what a stupid idea that would have seemed at the time. Yeah, because we're so used to great, great big kids animations. Because of him as well. We're used to because yeah, because of exactly. him. Like this, like this idea of feature length animation is like a thing now, and he yeah. invented it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the guy was yeah. like a trailblazer. And it was 1937, and it was in full colour. Yeah. Um, we the Wizard of Oz wasn't till 39 yeah and the, like co- colour yeah. I think the first colour film was 35 I think 35 yeah. it was a film called Becky Sharp oh, right. yeah it, and it was and that was kind of it wasn't like and in 1935 loads of colour movies yeah. came out so it is like for 1937 this full colour feature length animation he really could have ended up being like seen as one of the great flops in history yeah it's a fine line between between Disney and Ed Wood yeah man <laughs> yeah totally yeah uh, but it worked it worked for Disney like mm. and then found a way of marketing it outside of films so like theme parks mm-hmm. yeah right yeah, yeah. Where'd, how had Disney got to the point where he could make Snow White we, all the little shorts I guess were massive yeah. All, yeah the shorts were huge and I mean like Mickey Mouse had been around for 10 years by that point as well oh so yeah. he sort of um, proven himself he's like look this can sell don't worry yeah. about it yeah. But then this is the mm-hmm. other thing. He founded Disney as a company in his early 20s uh, mm. with his brother, I think. And then Steamboat Willie was... Ni- Steamboat. <laughs> <laughs> 1930. No, sorry. 1930 is Steamboat yeah. Willie. Yeah. I thought it was 1929. Or 19, maybe, maybe. Maybe. I thought it was late 20s anyway. 28. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, late 28. Bloody yeah, hell. so he'd been around for 10 years. Yeah. Like, mm. as a, like Mickey Mouse had, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was a famous guy. I suppose it's one of those things where he'd spent like a decade raising funds for it. The guy was a businessman. I imagine he got the money yeah. from whatever. But it paid off for him. And then he ended up being able to open fucking theme parks. Yeah, and, Jesus. Uh, mm. More and more and more and more films. Mm-hmm. And also, he very wisely didn't just stick to animation, even though that is kind of what he's known for. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, he had that public image while he was leading the company. Yeah. Uh, mm. And was probably instrumental in its success as well. I think people bought into him as well as the studio. Yeah. The fact that he pioneered all of this stuff, mm. that's the mindset he had. So, like, he invented things what without being an inventor yeah. in the mm. received way. So, like, mm-hmm. he, like the idea of a feature-length animated film that we now take for granted, yeah. he just sort of like, no, nah, there isn't one. I'm going to make one. It's not outside the realms of possibility that he would have been obsessed with technology advancing and what it would look like mm-hmm. so let's say for example he really wanted to see the future and then yeah. her tell of a possible way of doing that mm. people support the idea that he was frozen mm. because apparently the news was delayed about him dying and rather than thinking that was out of respect for the family and the man yeah. Yeah. they were like oh no this was to give scientists time to place his body in cryonic suspension yeah they still could if it was announced he yeah. was dead yeah exactly they just yeah it's not like they're like no we gotta give these guys time because someone might just stumble into the fucking morgue and be like what and then they have to silence him or something yeah it's fucking I bullshit. was under the impression and I might be wrong that if the, if you freeze a dead body, mm. isn't that pointless because you can't cure death? There's never going to be a point where they can bring them back. No, exactly. Well, yeah. I suppose the idea it's before is death, isn't it? Be. Yes, that's yeah. the idea. Yeah, you lower the body temperature just before they yeah before they die. Yeah. And it's that's sort of science fiction ideas. Yeah. So oh, you can revive them later. But the actual thing, this is just another way of your body to be stored. Yeah. Right. Mm. 
and with with like Sue says, just in case. Yeah. Just in, yeah. Case. Just in case. There's a few hundred people who are. Yeah, there are. The people have had it happen, yeah. and people have had it happen yeah. wrong. Like people have fucked it up. Yeah. And people have started defrosting from the outside in. Yeah. They uh, and have de- uh, like like a lasagna. Yeah. And the scientists are like, yeah. whoa, what's that oh. smell? Oh, it's lasagna. Yeah. They walk into. Oh, they walk into the. Uh, Walt Disney's <laughs> looks terrible. You walk into the lab. And he's just in his thing. Like, and it's just yeah. There's like water on the floor. Like oh, who left the fucking fridge door oh. open? Yeah. Just, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one of my favorite things from Futurama when Fry is unfrozen. He's like, oh my God, my friends and family, everyone I love, they're all dead. Whoa, yeah! It's like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's such a great thing. <laughs> you stopped short of saying that's what you'd do. That's well. <laughs> that's, Mr. I mean. <laughs> Masood's like, I can podcast alone. <laughs> In the Come year 3000. Masood. Guys, there are no podcasts anymore. Then, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, I'm the only one who's doing a podcast. It's so retro. And, and then become a pioneer. Yeah. They're like, what is it that, you, what is it that you're doing? It's amazing. Do you what listen to idea? it through your ears? <laughs> what? Whoa. It's like a baby's we, toy. Oh, nowadays we put music on our bums. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this idea of him having an inventing mind and a pioneering mind, mm. that has fared into this idea that he would want to be cryogenically frozen. And you know what? I'm not contesting that. I'm pretty sure if you heard about the technology... It's the sort of thing that might appeal to him. You're like, yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm up for that. Yeah. It was the space age. Yeah. So a couple of biographies delve into this idea that he was obsessed with death and mortality. Mm. And that led into him looking into cryonics. And in fact, even in a 1972 interview, so 48 years ago, only six years after Disney died, mm. the uh, there was a cryo- cryogenic society. Oh. And the president, Bob Nelson, told the Los Angeles Times that Disney had wanted to be frozen, ah. but okay. had never specified it in writing. Oh, okay. Which they, I suppose they have to, <laughs> this is, yeah. So that's a loophole. This is very, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, that same year, 1972, and I think this is quite big, Disney's daughter, Diane. Diane Disney. Disney yeah. Uh, she was the first member of the Disney family to come out and speak against the rumour. Oh, okay. And she said that she doubted it even heard of cryogenics. Oh, right. Huh. And it carried on. The story carried on. So 40 years later, in 2012, Diane Disney, she was forced to address it again in an interview with the Daily Mail. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, well, it must be true. She was talking to the Daily Mail about the opening of the Walt Disney Museum in San Francisco. Yeah. And the reason the family had wanted to open the museum was in part to combat some of the rumours about his life. Yeah. And this is a quote from her. She said, other little kids would say to my kids, your grandfather's frozen, isn't he? (laughs) And I couldn't let that stand. No. So she came uh, out and spoke specifically against it and said, no, he wasn't frozen. So you do you remember uh, when other kids would like slag off your dad or something? Like you don't have anybody yeah. that would go and do a public statement and be like, my yeah. dad is not better well, than your dad. Okay. They're the same dad <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Bob Nelson, the chairman of the cryogenics uh, society, mm-hmm. he actually came out and said, thing is, because they didn't, he didn't stipulate it in writing. Um, Disney actually missed out on this because when he died, the family wouldn't go for it. Oh, shit. Okay, so, right, right. And if you think about it, you're the chairman of the cryogenic society. Why wouldn't you ride the rumours that Walt Disney has been cryogenically frozen? Yeah, that's a great way to that, sell that's, yeah. that's be good press. Yeah. He, he came out and said no because the family didn't go for it, so he's not. Yeah. A private funeral was held for Disney the day after he died. And then Nelson, again, chairman of the cryogenic society, <laughs> he said, they had him cremated. I've seen his ashes. <laughs> I've seen yeah. his ashes. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't frozen. They, <laughs> they looked. They looked just like him. It was definitely <laughs> him. Why 
why has he seen his ashes? You know, like those that toaster tray underneath your toaster where all the crumbs are? They pull it out and it's just like a pile of ashes and his bottom jaw. And they're like, that's fucking him. That's him. Oh, that's whoa. If they, if they were to depict that in a film, because it's a Disney, uh, that pile of ashes would have eyes and yeah. they'd blink as you pull them out of the toaster and they go, where am I? <laughs> yeah. And it would like, you go, you're just ashes now. And the jaw would go. Then there'd be a bouncy song that's called Ashes to Ashes. <laughs> Starring David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. As the voice, as the voice of Disney. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I love it. Uh, there are even signed legal documents that show that Disney's remains are interred in a marked plot. And his estate paid more than $50,000 for them. And yeah, you know what? Conspiracy theory was like, well, that's just misdirection, isn't it? To, pr- like, to, to hide you the fact that he's cryogenically frozen. And I'm like, mm. I don't understand why it would be such a secret that persists this long after he was dead if he was cryogenically frozen. Yeah, it, it just seems... Mm. What are they worried about? Yeah, as long as yeah the... what are they worried about? People breaking in and, and then opening up the cryogenically frozen body and then shouting at the corpse, make another good yeah, film. Yeah, do another one. <laughs> Well, what should we do? And they're like, they know he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Like Disney, Disney's doing all right. It's not like the era of the Black Cauldron it's, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Helm, Nick Helm, um, when he went, he went to the cinema with his dad uh, when Black Cauldron was out, which I think it was in like 85. 86, and, um, I think it was. Oh, it 86, might have been 85 okay. actually. Oh, because 86 was, was Basil. Young. Oh, yeah. Oh, Great movie. Um, but um, his dad was like, what do you want to see? Back to the Future or The oh, Black my Cauldron? God. And Nick chose Black oh. Cauldron. And he, we, we talk about it a lot. I imagine he regrets. <laughs> that's one decision that he regrets. Unbelievable. He talks like, about it like, oh, I, God. It's like, so you can watch Ivan yeah. now. Don't worry. But, but seeing, but having that choice, imagine that like, I, oh, God, I wasn't even born yet. And I'd be like, Back to the Future <laughs> every time. <laughs> Would you at five? Yeah, yeah. I saw it at five. That was the, I saw it the first time at okay. five. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but I mean, like, okay, so a lot changed in the 80s, right? That's true. So when you were five, it was 93, two? Yeah, 92, 92, All right, there you go. So, like, in 1985, when home video was prohibitively expensive. Yeah, that's true, actually. Mm. And the cinema trip was literally, it's this film or this film. Yeah. And it came down to the... And you'd never heard of Back to the Future. Back to the Future was, like, a brand new thing. It was yeah. it was untested. It was unproven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 50-50 which way you'd go. Yeah, I probably I probably would have gone Black Cauldron. I part what of I'm trying to say, Masood, is the Black Cauldron shits all over Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, of course, I'm not saying it's that. Facts uh, and yeah, facts. Yeah, If I was five, I think if I saw Back to the Future, it would go over my head. It would fly right over my head at 88 miles an hour. I remember seeing Back to the Future um, when I was a kid, (laughs) like probably about five. And I didn't understand on earth what was happening. I enjoyed the third one the most when I was a kid because it was cowboys. And it was all in the Wild West and stuff. It's like when I was a li- when I was nine and I saw Return of Jafar. I was like, "This is so much better than that." <laughs> Return of Jafar is pretty good. Um, Return of Jafar. I watched it last month and live tweeted it. It's fucking it's awful. Good. There's here's a fun link of Back to the Future and Disney. By the way, they did pitch it to Disney and Disney rejected it because they thought oh, it wasn't they? raunchy enough. 
Yeah, because they they because when they pitched it, they were like a lot of people were because it was the eighties, and they were like, oh, they wanted a lot of there were a lot of those kind of like Animal House that kind of raunchy yeah. films. And can we do a boobs version? <laughs> and Disney was like, nah, I don't know, it's not quite. Like we're not really gonna. So Disney were like, "What do you mean? He doesn't. He doesn't kiss his mom. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't travel back in time and screw his mother." <laughs> no. <laughs> Walt. Walt would have been very emphatic about this. Yeah. 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 Walt would have wanted full penetration. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? We'll go and ask his head. Because <laughs> there's some people that, that think he's, he's. There are some people that think, of course, his body isn't cryogenically frozen. It's just it's his just head. And head. I don't understand mm. why you would want just your head be brought They've back. They've watched later. too much Futurama. Yeah. There's. That's what it is. And they're like the lovely, vivacious head of Kitty Carlisle. <laughs> um, so let's cycle right back around to uh, our, our man, Walt Disney. I mean, I think the head mm. thing is funny. Yeah. The, uh, here's another fun fact about vitrification or cryogenic freezing. They freeze you upside down. Um, so that when yes, you defrost, I'm looking at a picture here. Yeah, when you defrost, if you defrost, if there's an accident, obviously your brain doesn't get defrosted first, the important bits. It's your feet, they can replace those. Um, they got the technology. It's- Robot yeah, it's good that they um they think about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at it now, and it's sort of like a, it's it's very much a, the top lines. But there was a publication by a guy called Robert Ettinger, mm. who is apparently the father of cryogenics. He published a paper in 1964, and he discussed the plausibility of freezing them for the purpose of bringing them back to life later in the future. Yeah. And now, because of that, quite a few companies offer clients the opportunity to have their bodies be frozen, mm. Mm. and apparently it's done in a thermal sleeping bag, which is then immersed in liquid nitrogen in an aluminium pod yeah. within a giant vacuum flask. Yes. So there's no air in that flask. Yeah. So you're frozen and then no air can get to it. Okay. That vacuum container yeah. is known as a, a devar or a duar. D-E-W-A-R. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, isn't it also like they're like, we can freeze you, but we don't know if we can unfreeze you yet? Yeah, so <laughs> this is what we were talking about earlier. It's basically, a not like you can elect to be buried, cremated, or frozen just in case. Yeah. But just yeah. in case like There's no guarantee. Yeah. There's no guarantee. We don't know how to unfreeze you. Yeah, you can't just yeah, just hit the uh, fast and and, and so the, the, the options are because obviously it's for a price, of course it is. Some people opt for their entire bodies to be frozen. Mm. Some just the mm. head. Some just the brain. Yeah. Which some have the brain removed and just frozen. Which just is freeze my brain. Would be the epitome of madness. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, you can't, like, maybe if you could revive the brain, but, like, what then is the, the brain's going to then become self-aware and be like, fucking hell. Yeah, you can't yeah. put it in, in, in another <laughs> body. They tried to do that. They tried to do a head transplant with a monkey, yeah. and the monkey went mad and died because um, it's the equivalent of you just, because you're in a different body. You don't know how it all works. So, yeah, because um, your body were going to show. Yeah. Baseball legend Ted Williams died in 2004. Mm. He was the highest profile person to date to officially have his remains frozen cryogenically oh. and then there were other and have they brought him back no <laughs> uh, yeah it's 2020 now isn't it um, <laughs> yeah it's, come on chop chop anything can happen in this year I've become I've become a Jedward stan <laughs> in 2020 They're, those yeah, guys are great so other celebrities that have had their names linked to cryogenics mm-hmm. include and bearing in mind this could be hearsay uh, Paris Hilton and Muhammad Ali so this article Paris that Hilton is she's worked on her. <laughs> I've seen her. She's this, uh, this this article that I'm reading now, I think is from before Muhammad Ali died. Yeah. Okay. So he could now be cryogenically frozen. He could be. Well, uh, I'm going to Google to see whether he was. I uh, uh, no. <laughs> I just think he wasn't. I hope I'm cryogenically frozen rich yeah, when I die. That's how rich you want to be. Cry- I could he secretly visited yeah. a laboratory about it mm-hmm. but 
Okay, so I've Googled Muhammad Ali frozen, and unfortunately, because he had Parkinson's, it meant a lot of his facial muscles froze, and that's what a lot of the search results are bringing. <laughs> so, out. yeah, so like, yeah, um, not, these are not the results I was. I don't think for. we're going to find whether Muhammad Ali no. is frozen because a lot of hits okay. were saying yes, but it's because of Parkinson's. It's like okay, that's not what I meant. Yeah, I don't think Walt Disney was. Frozen. I don't think. I don't think he was frozen <laughs> either. <laughs> We totally missed an opportunity to make a, a, a Muhammad Ali rhyme as well. There, something like I don't know, like uh, I want, I want to be, I want to be frozen. Don't give me that sass. You better get me in that in that flask and freeze my ass. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad. Mr. And then and then and then Michael Parkinson <laughs> would go. <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. You want to know how I'm going to stay alive forever? I'll be frozen cryogenically. You'll just be left with. My pal Walt and me, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I'll be frozen. That's right. I'll last forever. While you get old, your face looks like leather. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's like, Muhammad Ali, you got man, old. You got old, man. <laughs> quit, quit rhyming at me. Uh, what do we... What, what are, anything from the archives, Suze? What, what, uh... Oh, interesting you should mm. say that. I know a couple of women who... Uh, uh, they have reached the age of 130. Do you know why? It's because they don't sleep at night. <laughs> Just between albums, they are cryogenically Holy frozen. Shit. So they've perfected the technology to reanimate. Yeah. Well, they've they've done the thing where um, you do it while alive. Oh, so like right. they've been frozen between every yeah. album since the thirties. This explains oh. the whole. This explains everything. They got so rich. Yeah. You're talking about the yeah. Stones, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. No, I'm talking about diamonds and silk. The uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Trump the Trump supporting duo. One of them does a lot more heavy lifting than the other. I feel. One of them just sort of talks a lot, and the other one goes, "Yep, yep." Have you seen them? Anyway, no. It's almonds and uh, champagne, and they. Of course, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our favorite cryogenically frozen babes, and they have a song about Walt Disney called "I Know Where He Is." <laughs> Oh my god.
I know. singing. I know yeah, where he is. <laughs> didn't even amazing. didn't even go for it. Didn't even attempt a frozen pastiche. No, no. I know where. No, he is. they don't. They don't bother. They're fucking idiots. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. Amazing. Thanks so much, Chris. That was that was uh, that was great. I really. Uh... That's uh, that, yeah. That's two little weird sidesteps in a row, but that's how they fall yeah, yeah. chronologically. That's how the chip the chips. Yeah, fell we're back to met. back to kind semi-normal next week. Actually, mm. no, we're not. It's another fucking weird one next week. I've oh, just realised. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. And while you're here, check out our Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Mystery on the Rocks. We live stream every other Thursday. We're on Twitch individually as well. I'm Twitch.tv slash Chris underscore Stokes. Masood is Twitch.tv slash Masood Miles. And Suze is Twitch.tv slash Suze Kempner. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mystery on the Rocks, R-O-X. Or you can email us at Mystery on the Rocks at gmail.com. And we're grown-ups there, so we spelled our email address correctly. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.